We need some fun, funky music. Yeah, we do. At the beginning. It is our distinct privilege to bring you the Big Wiener Show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our opinions on travel, wellness, pop culture, and the lives of Haley and Tim. Cheers. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Big Wiener Show. Woo! Love them wieners. We love wieners. All wieners. Yes. Wiener dogs. Speaking of. Hot dogs. <laughs> men's wieners. Schnitzel. Um, the wieners got a bath. They got yes. groomed this week and they smell fantastic. Oh, I was so excited when I picked them up. I was like, Haley is going to love this. Oh, they I almost like- considered driving them back to you. <laughs> just to get a whip. Just so you could. That just- fresh wiener. Well, Gigi was so tired that she was just like super snuggly. Oh, I love that. And I was like, Haley definitely needs this right now. Yeah. And then. I love the smell. Like when they're, they've are they been in the crate for a couple hours. And, and they're really warm. Ew. Like the smell of like warm dog. I love it. It's kind of gross. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, I love it. It's like so sweet and like Huge. soft. She was so snuggly oh. and tired. That's why oh. I think daycare will be so beneficial for her. Yeah. Because she was exhausted. She's still a puppy. Eight months. Yes. Queen. What have you been up to, Tim? Working out. It's like a, uh, actually a really great weekend. Yeah. I didn't even see you that much. You went out? Went out. Partied? Partied. I was outside <laughs> in the streets. Where did you party, With Tim? the fans. Um, Saturday, we, I like woke up Saturday morning, did sweat method. Then I did solid core. Damn. And a walk crazy and then i was like what am i gonna do for the rest of the day i don't know ruin all this good progress i'm gonna be so i'm gonna be different i didn't even get (laughs) fucked up it was just like i just wanted to be outside Mm -hmm. and like do something on my not in any fence on my own in a way (laughs) um so i was just like no i'll go in the city so i went to a drag brunch fun it was great i went with my friend kayla um and then we went to vinyl and then we just like kind of like just popped around and then i hung out with matt and kelly Towards the end of the night, we smoked some hookah, and then I went to bed. And then... Fun. Yeah, it was really... It was a good change of pace um, for me, which was nice. It was like a good disconnect and back into the city with my fans. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sunday was like full force, hard cardio, workout, haircut, reset. I didn't work out. You didn't work out on Sunday. Um, but Sunday was good. Yeah, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. It was a really good weekend. It turned out to be not too bad. No. It was really good. Friday was low-key. Hung out with a guy. Ooh. (laughs) A boy or a man? A man. Oh. (laughs) A man. He probably won't listen to this podcast, so I don't care. That's a good segue into our topic of the day. I hung out with a big truck and a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm turned off by you saying that. <laughs> I don't think you should say that ever again. You got, I wear my cowboy boots for him. No, it was great. Friday night was unexpectedly odd in the weirdest ways, in the confusing okay. ways. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So I left here Friday and I didn't have any plans and I was like tired, but like it's also like you get that like Friday energy. You're like, it's the weekend. Yay. And I was like, 
what can I do? And then this guy that I met at a bar through mutual friends, air quotes, straight. A straight man. He's not a homosexual. We love a straight queen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He like texted me and was like, hey, how are you? And like full blown conversation, like texting back and forth, like getting to know me, asking about my past, my job, what I do. What, what am I doing tonight? And I was just like, no, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm like, you want to hang out? And he was like, sure, like, let's hang out. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, let's do straight, what do you want to do? Hang out and do straight things. And I was like, well, I like don't know if I want to go out. But I'm like down to like watch a movie. And he was like, what's the address? And I was like, trigger. And he goes, just to let you know, I am a straight man. You know, I've used the watch a movie hangout line before on women. I'm like, okay. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you'll never know what will happen though. Everyone has needs. That's the best. You seeing how you text straight men. Well, not actually straight men, but so so-called we, straight men that you know are gay. Well, is they haven't come hilarious. out yet, so we can't say that they're gay. Questionable. Not gay. They're interested in experimenting, yes. but they can't. They can't do it. Be honest with themselves and just be like, "Yeah, I'm interested in experimenting," right. or like, "Oh, like I think I'm kind of into you, or I have a crush on you." Like they can't say any of that. They are like, "We're hanging out as straight bros." Right. Like if you think it's anything else besides two straight men hanging or one gay man and one straight man hanging out, then you're crazy. See, my thing is with that is like, for instance, like Phil. Phil's very, very confident in his sexuality and what he wants. 100%. And I can joke with him and he can joke back with me and I know it's going to go anywhere. And that's where the best relationship is. Because it's like funny, you can make jokes, you can make passes, you know, I hope you're not making a pass on Phil. <laughs> no, you know, not like that. But you know what I mean? Like side ass comments. I and, have to beat your ass, Tim. You know, trying like, to make a pass on my man. No, do you know what I mean though? Like side ass comments or like no, he can mock yeah. me and be like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it's funny because you just know, like you're both comfortable with both of your sexualities and you just know it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. It gets tricky when it's a straight man that keeps reminding you that they're straight. Yeah. And how much intercourse they have with women yeah and then they you like say something to them and they get angry that is a telltale sign of like i think it's just insecurity i think it's insecurity i'm like why are you getting angry like if you first off i don't need to know how much pussy you're getting yeah i don't care it does not arouse me i'm not gonna dab you up and be like damn bro yeah like fuck yeah i don't care I would venture to say there's not a lot of straight men that get together and talk about how much pussy they pussy get. that much. No. It's usually like, yeah, like I saw Jessica last night. Like at least from what I've heard men talk about and they're like, oh, cool. Did you do the deed? Yeah, yeah. man. And that's, that's it. it. It's not, yeah, like had her bent over. Mm. Like, it God, I love pussy. <laughs> so odd. I love in this world more than pussy. Besides sports, sports and pussy. pussy. Cars and pussy, yes. It's just really odd to me. So I'm like, why are you trying to convince me? And talking to a gay man about pussy. Is weird. There's straight men that have shown you photos 
of them. Yes. That's the weirdest situation, I think, is when a man shows you photos. You've told me this, of him having sex with a woman. Just to be like, yeah, man, check this out. Check this out. It's like his penis is out. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not like, looking at her. It's like 90% his penis. And 100%. <laughs> his penis. And he's like, oh, look at this, man. Check it out. <laughs> it just is really like turns me off because I'm like, you're not confident in your sexuality. Like, yeah. I don't need you to convince me that you're straight. Yeah. You convincing me that you're straight makes me question you. It's also... I think it's societal pressure. It's like once you say that you want to experiment, people are like, oh, you're bi. Yeah. Or you're gay or you're bi. Like, oh, you put this label on you. And I think people are so hesitant to just admit that they want to experiment with men. Yeah, that's right. Because they're afraid of that label. Or like if you're like if you're actually curious and you actually want to experiment, then you have that conversation with that person. There's yeah. been countless of times where a guy's like, I'm a little curious and, you know, I want to experiment and, you know, things, we hang out, things happen. And then he's like, yeah, like you, like all set, like no offense to you. The curiosity's gone. I figured out <laughs> what I want. Like the rainbow is now straight. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Like glad I could help in that yeah. voyage. Yeah. That's true. And it's no offense to it because you want to make it was sure. in private. It was it's in like, private. It's also like you're not the kind of person that would be like. Oh, I can't on. wait to run around town and tell everyone that you experimented yeah. with me. <laughs> like, what beneficial... I've been outed before, and it was never... It wasn't a fun thing. No, so, like, I never want to take that no. information from someone else and, like, spread it across the world. Weaponize it. Yeah. That's really malicious and evil. It's just not fun, and it's, like, why... It's, like, in, like, the heterosexual community, it's, like, an affair. Someone finds out you have an affair, and they, like, take that information and, like, spread mm-hmm. it all around. Like, that's not... That's malicious. It's not good intention. Unless you genuinely care about the person in that is having the affair. Yeah. And you're like, girl, yeah. saw your man. You need to figure this out. Yeah. But it's just something I would never, if I would never like, out someone. If a man wanted to experiment, then it's like, oh, he had a wife. Then you'd be like, oh, hmm. okay, okay. That's a little different situation. It's a very different situation. Has I, that happened before? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Yeah, once or twice. Once or twice? Did you know before? I didn't know. Before oh, you knew after it was wasn't disclosed. Mm. So what did you do after? Did you stop seeing them? I just said that I, that made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, but I wasn't gonna go like DM his wife. Yeah, that's fair. They have they're in a full relationship, and this random DM from yeah. this gay guy's like, I sucked your husband. She'd be, <laughs> she'd be like, uh, what? And he'd be like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Like he has more pull than yeah. It's also it's like not a full blown affair. No. If you're just like messing around, it's like you need to let I think him. it's not fair to me. Like it's an affair to him, but I don't think it is to me because mm-hmm. I wasn't you're not disclosed that information. You're not like the other man. No. I wasn't disclosing information. You told me you were single. Yeah. I agree. It, you don't want to get involved in the mess. It's like someone closer to her should tell her that. Or he should. Yeah, he should, but he I doubt he will. He won't. Um so that's the gay community at but this weekend, this guy came over, we hung out, and I was, like, so confused. Mutual friends are, like, also confused, and they're like, we don't really know. Like, there's rumors, allegedly. And I was like, I don't know. But, like, you saw the conversation, and, like, you guys were like, this is a little odd. Yeah. I just don't know many straight men that are like, yeah, I'll come watch a movie on a Friday night with you and, like, sit on the couch. Like, 
Yeah. Is there like an alarm sound on well, this especially keyboard? when you're openly gay and you're like, you ended up doing like what, drinks? Drinks, we went out. And mm. then... Hung out in my apartment. Yeah. Like, I, there's not many straight men on, like, a weekend would be like, oh, yeah, like... I'm going to go hang out with a gay man. I would love to have some one-on-one time. Unless you're, like, really close. But with the previous friendship. Yes. There was no there's previous... no I've previous, never yeah, hung it's out like with this a, guy. basically a blind date. Yes. Like, there's not many straight men that are just, like... And he drove fairly like far as 35 well. minutes. Yeah. And he pulled up in this, like, massive truck. This <laughs> massive truck. And you I live in cannot city. get over this truck. This truck is making you weak to him. <laughs> Got my knees weak. <laughs> he pulls up. He's like, I'm outside. I'm like, oh, I'll come right down. I kind of like shuffle down the stairs. And he pulls up in this literally huge lifted truck. And I live in the city and I'm like, where the fuck are we going to park this? <laughs> I had to launch myself in there. He had to help me. I was like, there's no way I can get up here. I was A, so sore. <laughs> There was no kickboard. I thought called a running board. Running board, kickboard, whatever board that launches out. (laughs) Step up board. You need a small ladder to get in it. (laughs) I launched myself in there with his help. Thank God there was parking on the street and there was like a big spot. And I was like, he's like, oh, I can back this in here. And I'm like, oh, God. You impersonating this man is also very funny. So we backed the truck in there. the worst fake country voice I've ever heard. I know. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. bad. (laughs) He backed the truck in there. Don't you worry, though. (laughs) (laughs) And then we went to my apartment and backed it. (laughs) Then we went out and we met some friends. And then, yeah, we just hung out. You guys can take take your minds where you want to go after that. It's just like, but then you said you got back. This is the weirdest part. You get back after going out for drinks, whatever, you guys had some shots. And then he's like, all right, I guess I should drive home now. And you're like, I like invited him in. I was like, oh, why don't you like come up and hang out? We left the bar at like 1230. So it was like early. So he like came back. He was like, oh, I'll leave. And I was like, oh, you can come upstairs if you want and like hang out, have some water. It's like you can, I can see the like mental turmoil this man's going through. He's like, I want to so bad. No, I don't. No, I don't. But I need it. Like, no, I don't. But I want it. I think his reason for coming was he had to use the bathroom. Oh, so that's his like, the mental gymnastics this man is playing to justify experimenting with you is crazy. Yeah. I just think I'm like, I feel bad for like all the like, craziness and like justification you have to go through just to like have fun yeah it's like the shame you have and stuff i'm just like oh it's crazy i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy (laughs) we just hung out had some great conversations what was that but straight men in the dms but i'm attracted to straight men this is not the first time no a straight man it's not the last is in your dms it's definitely not the last so how does it usually happen? It's, do they just see you on Instagram and assume you're gay? Or is it people you meet and then they like don't, when you meet them, they're not saying anything or like flirting with yeah, you I'm and just then very, they hit like, you up later? I'm just bold about it. Yeah. Like if I think they're attractive, I'm going to ask them. Oh, yeah. damn, you're attractive. Are you gay? Nah, man, I'm straight. Okay. We'll see about that. We'll see about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the gay community with the straight side of it. 
Well, with the closeted. Faux straight. Faux straight. But dating in Charlotte is hard. Dating in the gay community is hard in general. There's a lot less people to choose from. Yes. And it's a lot of like body dysmorphia and pressure. Like body shaming? Body shaming. Ton of body shaming. What do you have? What can you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. And this is all my perspective of it too. Um, yeah. What type of job do you have? How many friends do you have? I would say it's similar in the straight community. It's just unspoken. Yeah. The, like it, it seems like the gay community from what I've heard from you and other people, it's very like ruthless. Yeah. Like you'll just say things. You just don't like fucking people will care. be like, yeah, no, I'm looking for someone that's like skinnier than you. Yeah. It's or like, like what? You'll like, they'll be like, oh, like, let me see your body. And then you'll send a body pic mm-hmm. and they're like blocked. Yeah. Like that's, that's really hard to digest just as a person. Yeah. Being like shamed on your body, especially like nowadays where like, it's always about like body positivity and companies are going after body positivity and it's like in the gay community, they're just like not there yet. But it's so weird because on the outside looking in, like some of my straight friends are like, you would never know that because everyone in the gay community is so pictured to be this like all inclusive we support everyone, love, 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 love. But when you're in it, it's like so toxic and so like just degrading about people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you live here or oh, you do this or oh, you have this job. Yeah. But then it's also so confusing because you could have like the perfect body, the perfect boyfriend, husband, but then you're in like an open relationship. That is crazy. The prevalence of non-monogamous relationships in the gay community is insane. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah. yeah, you look like you're picture perfect on Instagram. You have the perfect house, the perfect bodies, both have perfect jobs. You have the dogs, the cars, like yeah. you look madly in love on Instagram, but then it doesn't like to me, I'm just very old school. So that doesn't translate to me mm-hmm. of like, but yet you want to fuck someone else. Yeah. Like I would want my partner to be so obsessed with me and just like crave me. At all times. Like, I don't need you going to find that that satisfaction of sexual pr- pleasure through a different person. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, I can't judge, like, other people. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, they find more happiness yeah. by being non-monogamous. But it would, just seems like a lot of people also get hurt. Yeah, I would have a and very hard also, time with it. There's also, I feel like, it. a lot of, you know, people settling maybe for open relationships because one person might want it more. Yeah. I hate to see that. I just don't, I just know it would not be for me. Yeah. I think you're just too, like, like emotionally connected. Like, I feel like you emotionally connect with people a lot, so it'd be difficult to imagine someone else not sharing an emotional connection. Or, like, sharing that emotional connection or being like, oh, by the way, I'll be back. Having multiple emotional connections. connections. Yeah. Because it's like, what am I not giving to you? Like, I would rather you just tell me, oh, this is not what you're not giving to me. This is like, and communicate that. Yeah. Rather than just being like. It's either just like emotional. Like I want, you know, multiple boyfriends or like a fit couple has a throuple. It's like we want more emotionally than just what we can give each other. Or it's just like sexual. Yeah. I think they're just like, I can't imagine only being with you. Like I lose that mystery and the spark of like the spontaneity of being with someone different. Like I miss that and you can't give that to me anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah you obviously can't because you know each other and you've like <laughs> been on vacations together or like, you know, as you grow into a long-term relationship. 
you're not going to be as like mysterious yeah. anymore as hooking up with like a random guy in a bar. It's just hard. That's, that's one thing that's like non-negotiable for me, which is really hard to find. It's good you know that though. Yeah. It'd be worse if you were like, I mean, maybe if I'm a threat guy, I would settle and, you know, have an open relationship. It's like, no, you know where your boundaries lie. You're not going to be like in a type of relationship that's not going to fit your needs. No. And that's what I'm like. And I also have taken some time. Like, I know everyone says, I mean, you've said it like when you don't, when you stop looking, it's going to come. And I'm just on this path right now. Like I like to go to the drag show on, on Saturday, for instance, I was like, am I going to the drag show? for an intention to meet someone or am I going because I want to go and at first I was like you should be working out like you should go to solid core like what is your I like had to like check myself on what my plan was because I just got out of nightlife and every time I feel like I go back and like go out in nightlife it's like taking a step back from what we're what our inner circle is currently doing Mm -hmm. so that's really hard it's a big adjustment for me because one group of my my like new friends and my new chapter of life is so dialed into like fitness, eating good and not really going out and doing all that. But also in that same group, everyone has a partner. Mm-hmm. So in like my old friend group, they all still are in nightlife. Yeah. So I'm in this like weird like bucket of like. You have to find balance. In between of it. Yeah. Though. You should not be going out at all. You're single. You're young. Like. When I was single, I was going out all the time because it was a blast. Yeah. But it's hard because my... Obviously, I I didn't have the best balance then. (laughs) I was probably going out way too much and not working out enough. But, like, you should never go out if you want to go out. It's just a hard balance because then I feel like on the outside looking in, the new friend group is like, oh, damn, Tim's, like, not taking his fitness seriously. Like, why is he going out? Anyone. I think that's in your head. And I'm like, okay. No one is thinking that at all, Tim. I don't know. It's just a, a it's weird in transition. Your head. It's a yeah. transition. I think you're doing the mental gymnastics with this. Yes. It's a really hard thing. And this weekend was, re- that was the hardest part of my weekend was yeah. that balance of like, oh, I don't really have to do anything for work this weekend. We're not traveling. Like I'm in the city. Enjoy yourself then. I was like a really hard weekend to be like, figure out, with out your what I want to do. Enjoy yourself. Like it's a great weekend for it. The weather's great. Yeah. So I did it. I went outside. <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> it was a struggle. There was moments where I was like. I think the tough thing is as you start doing something, you start identifying as it. Like I identify as someone that works out. Yeah. Like I am somebody who works out. And so it's like when you do something that doesn't match your identity, it's like you kind of have this internal crisis of like. Am I being true to my values? Like, right. why am I doing that? And it's like, yeah, you can also identify as someone that works out. You can also identify as someone that likes to have fun on the weekends. Yeah. Like, it's not like you, it's all or nothing. This, like, black and white mentality is where you get into trouble, I think. It's just all hard. And then you're just going to beat yourself up. It's like with food, like good foods and bad foods. You should never see foods as, like, oh, this is a bad food because it's cookies. And, like, you know, chicken and rice is good food. Mm-hmm. It's like you should always just have a balance and like live in the gray area of life. Yeah. So that was a struggle this weekend, but it's overcoming. It's also hard because you're so type A. I'm so you're like black a. and white. And so you like to organize like <laughs> thoughts and like compartmentalize things yeah. into like good and bad or like productive, unproductive. And sometimes you just have to be in the middle. Yeah. Or be productive in other ways. Like, oh, I was a really good friend to these people. Because I got to go to the drag brunch with them. 
Yeah. It was fun. It was a great... It, it was sounds fun. pushing myself out of like a normal comfort zone and like that in this weird transition period. Because mm-hmm. it's hard when you have two groups, uh, a new group of friends. Yeah. And then you have an old group of friends, but they're both like polar opposites. Yeah. And how to find that like balance without being like going backwards. It feels like I'm going backwards when I go out in nightlife because I like left it. So when I go back, it's like a little bit hard right now to like, I feel like I'm going backwards in it. Yeah. So you just got to find your. Your balance in that. Yeah. Like you can still have fun and not like beat yourself up and think you're backsliding. Yeah. Like a fun night out once a week is like not gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta let loose. So I like checked myself. I was like, no, if I go to a second workout, then I can go and have some fun. And that's there what you I go. did. And I did it because I wanted to go rather than I'm going to the intention of meeting someone. Yeah. That's never how you're gonna meet someone. It's like going out like, Oh, I can't wait to like meet a boyfriend tonight. <laughs> That's never <laughs> gonna my happen. Husband. People can smell that from a mile away. The like desperation and the like, I don't know. Like you can just smell it. Yeah. When a guy comes up to you and you're like, oh, like he he needs something from this conversation. Yeah. So like, I didn't do that. But it was a good weekend away, you know, just hanging out. I'm really excited for next weekend, this upcoming weekend. Yeah, your friend's coming, Gisella. My best friend, Gisella. I'm so sad you're not going to be able to see her. I know. Unless you come back on Sunday. I think we are. In a decent amount of time. Yeah, we'll see. She leaves Monday morning. Cool. Another thing I wanted to talk about yes. was the apps. Oh, Dare I say, the Gr- app. The app. Grinder. Grinder. So when did you first start using Grinder? right when I came out gay. When was that? I came out, oh God, I don't really remember. Actually, I can look. I need to go back on my Instagram. I posted when I came out. Is that you coming out? Did you come out through an Instagram post? I came out post? through an Instagram post. <laughs> How very Gen Z of you. I came out definitely through, and actually it was a really cute post. Oh, right here. June 7th, 2017. Let me see the photo. It's a photo of you and ice cream. And I said, the closest thing to a boyfriend was because I love ice cream. Oh, so that was like, that's kind of like a sneak. I thought it was going to be like I a said, multi-paragraph. Happy Pri- I said, happy pride month. I said, the closest oh, thing to a boyfriend, dot, 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 happy pride month. That's cute. I didn't do like the whole, I'm gay. Yeah, I thought it would be like multiple no, paragraphs. No, <laughs> didn't do that. With a rainbow wrapped around your waist. And I, yeah, that was how I came out. So I was like public coming out. I came out to my best friend, Kirsten, first and her mom. I was really close with my best friend, Kirsten. And Kirsten has a a cousin that's gay. And we went to P-Town like two weeks before that. And uh, for people that don't know, Provincetown, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. the tip, a.k.a. The like a gay mecca. I feel like we should go this summer. You would love it. Yes. Um, so I, we went to P town for Madonna's birthday cause it's like themed weekends and it was like Madonna's birthday theme, I guess. And we, I was like young Tim strut in the city of P town and my cousin, my best friend Kirsten was like, so many guys are looking at you. Like just, they, she was like, it seems like you have she, a fresh meat sign on your did head. Did she know? Oh, she knew. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. I like women. 
Like, that sounded really convincing. It was so convincing. <laughs> and then it was like one of our last nights there. And I was just ha- so happy and like really comfortable and safe. And we were eating pizza outside. And I was just like, I need something to tell. I have something to tell you guys. I said, I think I'm gay. And they're like, we knew. Like, it's not a shock. But they gave me a big hug. Yeah. And I just said, they're like, I'm really happy for you. I'm really like welcomed that you took that like step and told us. Mm-hmm. And then I went home. I mean, I posted on Instagram. I didn't even tell my parents. I just posted. So your parents found out by Instagram? My parents kind of like knew. Yeah. It was like. You hadn't told them. Like I didn't officially ever come out to my parents. Like I didn't sit down with my parents and be like, I'm gay. Yeah. Like I just posted on Instagram and then I brought a a guy over. Like my boyfriend. (laughs) I met my boyfriend like three weeks after that. Oh, wow. You were fresh meat. Yeah. So you downloaded Grindr. Downloaded Grindr and I met my boyfriend on Grindr. And he was (laughs) older. I was like. How much older? 2017. What's 2017? So you were 18 in 2015. Yeah. So like 20? Yeah. 20. He was 28. Oh, (laughs) an older man. He was older. He had like a full corporate job. Like, but the only thing was his family didn't know he was gay. And my family was like extremely accepting. Like didn't bat an eye at it what didn't make me feel uncomfortable so I got into this relationship it was great like first relationship first experiences for everything type of vibe and it was a learning curve it was like have a relationship where we'd get together and then break up and then get back together and then break up and then get back together and break up did you fight a lot not even fighting my anxiety was just like I was going through this weird period of like awkwardness in a way. And I still lived at home. His parents didn't know. So it was. Just complicated. Complicated. Yeah. We dated for like two years. Wow. Um, and then just started like Grinder is toxic. So we met on Grinder, And once you get off of it, it's like you was don't go he back. the first person that no. you met on Grinder. No. Okay. I met multiple people that were on Grinder. Oh. When you go on Grinder for the first time and you're like, I was like skinny because I was dancing so much still. Yeah, you looked like a young spry chicken. Yeah. And then it screams fucking, I'm fresh. <laughs> That's what that screams on Grinder. Like, new me, new blood. All the people on Grinder didn't know who you were. And then it's like, your DMs are it like blowing a, a playground. up. It's like, same thing with like Tinder. When I remember first, I made my Tinder gay. I would have like 150 messages in matches. And I was like oh, so wow. overwhelmed. Now I get like zero. <laughs> They're like, this is old meat. <laughs> They're like, this guy's ugly. Oh, um, I don't think so. Grinder is just so toxic, but it's like, I'm not on it for more the hookup aspect of it. Like some people are. I'm more on it just for like the comment commentary. I mean, and you also met your last boyfriend on there. Yeah. So it's not like impossible to meet. It's not impossible. It's just... Not the place. Grinder should pay you a million dollars if you meet on Grinder, <laughs> because I don't think it's common. Unless it is, and it's like I can't, like my ex in Charlotte. I met him. Oh, we didn't meet on Grinder. No, I met him through the bar. Oh. So. But like, unless you meet your person on Grinder and then you like hook up as like a hookup intention, and you like genuinely are like, oh, well, you're actually yeah. like what I'm looking for. Yeah. Could you explain like how Grinder works? Yes. So it's like Tinder, 
You're swiping. It's like, in, like uh, do you know like your Instagram grid where you see all your little squares? Yeah. That's like it. And there's like different filters you can do. Like you can, what? Like looking right now, friends, uh, age preference. Yeah, like what you're looking for, what type okay. of you're looking for because there's different like tribes. What is a tribe? It's like the category you fall into. What category do you fall into? I don't really know. Because I'm not like super flamboyant. Yeah. But I'm not like a power bottom. What's a power bottom? Just think about it. I am I don't know. A power bottom is just like somebody like just is a power bottom. Multiple things at once. <laughs> Google it. I don't You're not being a good gay educator to me. There's like bears. I know what a bear is. Okay, so think of that. So th- there's like different tribes you can. So you can like filter based on like your preference, like fitness, fit. Being a power bottom is partly what you do during sex and partly the energy you put out in the world. Yeah, it's like big power bottom energy. So you're not a power bottom? No. <laughs> I think you put out strong energy. I put out strong energy, but not in that aspect. Oh, okay. But there's different tribes. So you can like filter, like if you know you like someone who's like super fit, f- tall. Like you can put that and it filters out profiles that aren't that. Mm. But it's like squares. So you can either have a picture, you don't need to have a picture, or you can post like abs or whatever. Yeah. But you also have like a bio. So you can put your bio, but you also have like a one liner of like what you're. Do you have your face in photos? Yes. Okay. So it's kind of like you're looking for more than. I don't have like nudes. Yeah. Can you post nudes? Yes. So you could have your profiles like your penis. Not of your penis, but like you can make make it seem like you could wear like really tight underwear and uh, have like a boner in it. Yeah, it's like you know what I mean. Everything but yes. Okay. Um, but you can post like your one liner is technically like on Instagram. Do you know how like Instagram now in messages it shows you like people's like bubble above and they have like a yeah that's like a phrase. You're yes, Grinder does the same thing, and most people do it as like looking for right now, looking for two. Have three, looking for a fourth. Jeez. Bottoming so today. there's a lot of... Grindr is basically a... Group sex in the gay It's a big community. sexual... It's basically... You go on Grindr to look for sex. Mm-hmm. You don't go on Grindr to, like, meet your husband. Okay. Unless... Or, like, go on dates. Like, that's yeah. not a thing on Grindr. No Grindr. one's going to be like, oh, we should get dinner. Yeah. No. Grindr. I mean, it's called Grindr. So, it's a very... Like, people, like, DM you and be like, damn, you're hot. Are you looking for right now? Like, let me come over. Fuck you and leave. Have you, have you ever done that? Yes. That sounds crazy. It's like, you know nothing about this person. That's wild. What nothing. if they show up? And my thing, what if you show up and you're not attracted to them? I don't know. You kind of just do it. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Like someone shows up and you're like, Ugh. or like someone shows up and like, they'll just like use you. They're like, like you kind of talk about like what you gonna want to do. Yeah. And then like there are, they're just like really aggressive and you're like, I'm a little uncomfortable. Like you can leave. Yeah. That's good. You've never felt like unsafe. No, that's good. Not unsafe. There's a little. That's sca- my only fear as a woman. If I was like on a dating app, being like, right now, come over, I'd be like, like so scared <laughs> for my safety. There's like horror stories though. Yeah, like it's a very scary thing to do. Like it's a whole other aspect. Like, is like the because like it's not like you're like telling anyone what you're doing. No. Like, hey, I just want to like for safety let you know, Haley. There's like a power bottom coming. Yeah, but it's, so and it also tells you how many feet they are away from you, like that profile. 
That's wild. So it could be like five feet, a hundred feet. It's also scary. What if someone was like super homophobic and wanted to like hurt gay people? Oh, that happens all the time. Really? Like I, if I, I don't do it a lot, but when I did, the last, like I like go through steps. Like I'm just not like texting people and like, oh, you sent me your penis. It looks good. Come over. Yeah. Like I go through like multiple different steps and like I have them add me on Snapchat. I make sure they have like Instagram. Like I'm just not That's like good. I like make like have conversation and before they even come over, sometimes I'll like video chat them mm. and like we'll talk. So I can see you're actually a person. And hear your voice and, stuff. and hear your voice and like yeah, your vibe. Have a connection a little bit. It, yeah. But some people are it's just like a tra- a business transaction. Like yeah. you send one photo, this is what I'm looking for. You come over, Address. the door's unlocked, walk in, and we're, I'll be in the bedroom. Jeez. And then like once we're done, like get out. Oh my gosh. That feels so like heartless. It's very heartless. And some people are like, oh, it's a small dopamine. Yeah, like hit you get. And then it's like, but yeah, you feel like a piece of shit after. Yeah. That There's moments really where like you hook up with people. Me. I'm like, wish I never did that. Yeah. I think everyone has felt that before, <laughs> not just the gay community. I mean, it's just like how you in the like heterosexual community, it's like if you go out and meet someone at night at a bar. Yeah. You're like, you know what I mean? Have a one like a one when night I stand, stand. Then you're like you wake up the next morning, you're like, huh, yeah. who's that man in my bed? <laughs> Post, what are they called? Post-nut clarity? Yes. <laughs> you're like. Or it's just sometimes it's really hard. Like you could go through all these steps, have a really great connection with someone. They come over, you hook up. And then the minute they walk out, they block you. You never find them again. That's, oh. Like you would never track them down. You know nothing about them. not safe. Like what if. Something happened. Something happened like with. You know, STDs yeah. or something. You at least want to have some kind of contact. Nothing. There's some people I hooked up with that I would never, ever see in my life again. It's crazy. It's a crazy girl. Well. It's a very toxic thing. I tried taking, like, I go in strides. Like, right now I'm I'm on it, but, like, I don't. I think I'm going to delete it because it just kind of gets I'm sure you see the messy. same people, too. Yeah. It's like there's not a lot of new people. It's such a small community. Yeah. And I'm just ready to like, to really focus on my career, myself and just the intentions. Like if it's a place, like you said, it's not for meeting your husband. No. And you want to meet a husband, you probably just shouldn't waste your time. No. And I like why I have have like mindless sex. Yeah. I think everyone gets to that point where it's like, this is just not worth it. No, it's not worth (laughs) it. So I'm just going to take it, take some time off the apps, go into summer. I have a new group of friends. I have a new job travel do a lot of fun exciting things yeah this summer working out and just kind of go with the flow and see what happens yeah because i think it's also in my new job it's gonna be it's gonna take the right type of person to understand my job mm-hmm. i don't think it's not a black and white job so it, it's gonna take the right person it's gonna take a lot of communication and a lot of trust and a lot of understanding to date someone because my job is so different than the yeah. most common job. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm really excited for you. Thank you. I think it's good to see you working on yourself. Yeah. Like growing as a person. Yeah, I think it's time. That's like forward motion. It's like you want to be like your best self. Because that's when you're going to meet like your best match. Yeah. 
I want to be like very. You don't want to meet someone when you're at your lowest, darkest place, because like, no. Why would you like <laughs> want to be with that someone that's at their stuff? lowest, darkest yeah. place? It's yeah. just not a thing. Like, yeah. I'm really excited for this year and like my 26. Like, financially, debts paid off, losing a Ooh. bunch of weight. Great job. You've had a lot of wins. I think yeah. you don't take enough time to sit back and like recognize all the wins you've had. Like yeah. there's so much positive shit that's going on in your life right now. Yeah. You have so much to be thankful for. So much. It's crazy. Like the, this I'm, year has like been your year. Yeah. I'm really excited to see where it goes. I'm really excited. Like tomorrow I have my first doctor's appointment <gasps> for my anxiety. Tim's finally on insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Blue Cross Blue, Blue Shield. Shield. Woo. So I'm really excited to like start that process. Cause I think I'm at a crossroad right now with my like, I'm self-sabotaging the good things because of my anxiety mm-hmm. and like ruining good opportunities in my career because of my anxiety and overthinking. Yeah. I think you just are naturally prone to anxiety. Yeah. And I can recognize that because I am too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty anxious person as well. But I'm not saying everyone that has anxiety needs to be medicated, but I think it does help. I think it's an option. I think I postponed it for a while. I tried it's everything. Yeah, it's an option. It's like, try it. It doesn't work. Yeah. See how it makes me feel. You can go off. You know, it's not yeah. like, oh, like you're going to lose your soul. Like if you're on medication or like, what do people say? Like, I don't want it to dull my sparkle. <laughs> I feel like it's going to heighten my sparkle. Yeah. It's like, what's your sparkle? You know? I don't know. It's also just finding the right medication. The doctor, I think, will, will help. help. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about that tomorrow. There's different stuff that works for different people. Strokes for different folks. It's also just nice to talk to someone about anxiety and like from a chemical medical standpoint. Yeah. Just be like, what's going on? So I'm excited for that tomorrow and hopefully. Yeah. And you need to get blood work done too. I do. You get blood work done. I need to call them. I need to get like, well. They should order it for you at your physical. I know it. I got a text message that I deleted and it said something about fasting. Yeah, you don't want to eat before your physical. Okay. Blood work. Yes, there'll be a needle. <laughs> You'll be tough. You'll be okay. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for my best friend. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So exciting. But that's the gay community. If you're single and you like fitness. And? And not going out and partying and raging. A tall brunette. How tall are you? 5'11". 5'11", brown hair, brown eyes. I have a good job. Stable job. Stable lifestyle. I have my own apartment. I mean, I think I'm winning. He's a winner. Someone's going to scoop me up, and they're going to be like, this is the best thing ever. Yes. And I can't wait for that moment. Yeah. It's also... Like, I know you're like, oh, I'm attracted to straight men. That's also the most emotionally unavailable (laughs) group of men you could possibly choose to be with. I would say looking for a husband, it's not going to be a straight man. not going to happen there. You never know, though. Still give it the one out. That's like grinder. That's like being a grinder. (laughs) Being like, I'm going to find my husband on grinder. You never know. It's like highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. But they need to do some self-work before their husband material. I'm also trying to get my criteria down of like what I look for. Nice to haves and like deal breakers. Deal breakers. Like deal breakers to me. Not is- openly gay. Deal breaker. <laughs> I think my criteria list though, and it's it's a little high. My checklist. There's just some things you have to think about. Like that's nice to have. Like some things are nice to have. Yeah. Like 
But also, he could have the perfect body and then get in a relationship and become 500 pounds. Or he could be 500 pounds and then get the perfect body. Yeah. Like, you don't, if you can't, you have to really focus on his personality. Yeah. I love personality. I have a very big, outgoing personality. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need the yin to someone my Someone that makes you laugh. Like, someone with a stable job as well. Yes. Career is Financially very stable. Not an alcoholic or drug addict. No. no. <laughs> Fitness, um, likes doing things, traveling. But it's also, it's like, those are nice to haves. They're nice to haves, but like, like what I want to some tra- guy had never traveled before and he was yeah. just like, I'd like to. Just have it. I just haven't. Yeah. No, that's a good one. But like, if they're like, I hate traveling. Yeah. That's not a thing for I me. I think that's very rare to find someone yeah, that's just sure. like, fuck travel. Fuck the world. I don't want to leave my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> I hate new experiences. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Food, I love food. Yeah. Most people also love food. So, like, that's really... I'm very big to, like, trying different things. That's not, like, a qualifier that's going to, like, kick out a large percentage <laughs> of men. Um, but, yeah, any single men, hit my DMs. No men with wives. Yeah. Single gay men. <laughs> gay, outwardly gay men. Please hit my DMs. You got to be out of that closet. You're going to not Fall have blown. a wife. Unless you're about to come out and you want to... We're not looking for a third... No third. No thirds, fourths, fifths. Sixths. We just need one. One penis. One man. With one penis. <laughs> With one penis. I don't know. If we had like a... Double penis? Two penises? I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. Could be cool. I'm also... I wish there was like a button to hit where I could like fast forward and just see who I marry. Yeah. Watch it be like no one. It's just me staring in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But it's like you said, you're you're really excited one day to see who I marry. Yeah. It's a blessing that you don't know, though. It is a blessing I don't know. There's so much opportunity, and like, you don't want to limit yourself. Like, what if you saw it was like, you know, this certain type of race, and then you're like, oh, I'm only marrying like an Asian man. So I'm not talking to any white men or black (laughs) men at all. Like, they were worth nothing to me because they're not going to be my husband. No, yeah. But it might be you met him by dating like two other people. No, I would like to hit the button see it and then go back and see how it unfolds like go through it and see how it so you just want to see into the future i just want to see in the future i yeah. think it would alter your reality though if you saw who it was and how it, it wouldn't was. be it wouldn't let i couldn't re, i would still have to go back it's also what if you were like living in like alaska you're like Jesus. what how did i get there like and now <laughs> i need to I, go to alaska no, like, that's how i would want to know like you can't want to you can't uh, progress it to happen it has to happen naturally but at yeah, least you know i think it would change the natural progression, though. I don't know. Maybe I'll find someone this summer. Who knows? I'm just having no intentions. Just going to go through it. Go through life. Go through life. Be your beautiful, bubbly self. Oh, thank you. You'll find the right person. Thank you. One day. Yeah. One day. Maybe we'll have him on the podcast. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know about that. We should just interview people should to just be your future husband. <laughs> We should start scheduling gay interviews. Yeah. So what are your criteria? <laughs> do you have any... Uh, do you have a wife? <laughs> do you have a wife? Do you have any shirtless photos? How many abs do you have? <laughs> Can you do a workout with Brooks? Shirtless. What's your favorite food? Do you want to do a tequila shot? What is your best quality of me? What is sure. your favorite quality of me? I know we haven't met yet, but what's your favorite thing about me? Are you obsessed with me? <laughs> Are you open to marriage with just me? Are you closed to open relationships? 
<laughs> what strict eating di- di- diets do you have? Do you have anxiety? <laughs> What's your prescriptions like? <laughs> yeah, you need to get your anxiety doctor on the podcast. <laughs> we have to sign some strong HIPAA. My, my doctor comes on the podcast and he's like, yeah, he's fucked. He's fucked. <laughs> we don't even have medicine for him. There's has. not enough for him. <laughs> no. But this is a really fun podcast. Yeah. Into the gays. I learned a lot. I always learn when you tell me stuff about the gay community and about like your past. I learned so much. You and Phil both are like. Because we just don't like, I mean, I have friends that are gay, but I rarely do I know them on the level or like. Yeah. Have this kind of format where I get to just ask some questions, questions. about. Because I'm like, I'd feel weird if they came up to me and started <laughs> asking questions about like, so you used him. So you're you're, like, you're bottom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Haley, you look like a bottom. <laughs> Are you a power bottom? But Hayley? like to me, I like opening about this with my close friends, like you and Phil, because then you notice people who might be my type. Yeah, that's true. I think I identify as a power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that's the takeaway from this. What I learned most. Haley's a power bottom. I'm a power bottom. I hope you are. I put out power bottom energy. <laughs> I'm about to go to the DMV with strong power, power bottom, bottom energy. <laughs> She's going to walk in there and be like, ma'am, I'm a power bottom. <laughs> Give me a new license. <laughs> well, oh, on that note, everyone stay safe. Stay safe. Have fun. Be a power bottom. Be a power bottom. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>